1: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. At that time, Jesus summoned two of his disciples and sent them to the Lord to ask, Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? When the men came to the Lord, they said, John the Baptist has sent us to ask: Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? At that time, Jesus cured many of their diseases, sufferings, and evil spirits. He also granted sight to many who were blind. Jesus said to them in reply, Go and tell John what you have seen and heard. The blind regain their sight. The lame walk. Lepers are cleansed. The deaf hear. The dead are raised the poor have the good news proclaimed to them, and blessed is the one who takes no offense at me. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. John the Baptist was a a really big deal during his life. He was extremely popular. Many, many people flocked to him. Last week, we hear that the crowds came and asked questions, that tax collectors asked him questions. Even soldiers who work for Rome asked him questions. Today, we read that the Baptist is seeking out who this Jesus is. Who is he? Could he be the long-awaited one? There's actually a lot at stake here. See, everyone was going to John, not to Jesus. Once John gets it, once he sees God in Jesus, he sends everyone to Jesus. Everyone, go there. It's no overstatement, and most scholars think this, that if it wasn't for John, Jesus' ministry maybe maybe never would have gotten started. He launched Jesus. The amazing thing in John is there's no competition. That's rare, isn't it? Imagine us having no competition. God is there. Go there. Wherever God is, that's what we're about. where would Jesus be without John? Kind of needed him. Where would Jesus be without Mary? Kind of really needed her. She said yes. Yes to him. Put everything at risk. You know, she could have said no. We forget that. She could have said no. Must have been a pause in heaven when they waited for her answer. Must have been a pause during the life of John the Baptist. Where would the Baptist go? Would he be the herald or not? He chose John, he chose Mary. One to be a herald, the other to make his very life possible. And there's one other he chooses, you chose you. That's why you're here. Because you were chosen. That's why. In some strange way that we can't comprehend, Jesus needs you. There's something in his work, his redeeming work in this world will not be accomplished without you and me hard to grasp our head around that, but it's so true. God has no hands, no feet, no mouth but us. There's a lot at stake here too, friends. There's a lot at stake in our yes, in our response. Isn't just some religious motion we go through. It's part of God's work here. To get us to move like John and Mary from the ego drama, The ego drama, which is kind of our lives, our plans, our projects. To move from this to the theodrama, to the God drama, to the God work in human history. Right now, today. To get ourselves into a sense that we're part of a God drama. Not just this little me drama. And so, friends, there's something at stake here. Your yes matters. You're not inconsequential. You're very consequential. Get that. Get that through the grace and charism of John the Baptist and Mary. Both of them knew it wasn't about them. John understood in his bones, it's not about me, it's about him. He even says, I must decrease, he must increase. Once he saw him, it's him. Mary knew it wasn't about her. She says, My soul magnifies what? The Lord. <laughs> my spirit rejoices in what? God, my Savior, <laughs> in his saving work. She rejoices in that. Let us rejoice in that. Let us rejoice that we partake in that, that we're important to that. Golly, that we've been chosen for that. God chose John, God chose Mary, God chose you. Believe in that choice. Enter into the work of the Redeemer in our own lives with a sense that there's more at work here than we can imagine or ask and trust it, trust it through our yes, our yes.